Welcome to the Family Photography Marketing Podcast, where we dive into the world of marketing and help you take your business to the next level. I'm your host, Fiona, a marketing expert with 10 years of experience in the family photography industry. And in each episode of this podcast, I'll be sharing my insights and strategies for successful marketing to help you navigate the ever-changing landscape of digital and traditional marketing techniques. So whether you're just starting out or looking to fine-tune your marketing approach, this podcast has something for you. So join me and let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Family Photographer Marketing Podcast. This week we are going to be talking about how to process a marketing fail. So oftentimes once you finally implement a marketing plan, that marketing plan will fail. Actually, I guess that like 90% of my first marketing efforts, uh, hardly anyone sees them. Every once in a while, I'll have like a win that feels really good. I had one this week. I had a session date open. I posted in my stories. It wasn't a cheap session. It was a full session and it booked in four hours. So that's kind of riding on the momentum of fall and I was able to do that and that felt good, right? And there's weeks that I can do that consistently because I have trained people to watch my stories for openings. However, the majority, the majority, that's a new word, is that the majority of what happens is that I put something out there and there's zero response. And I've always tried to be pretty honest about this, that no matter what your following is or how long you've been in business or whatever, no one is having marketing wins 1000% of the time. And just like everyone else, I have to train myself constantly and remind myself constantly that it's actually the repetition that matters much more than the initial effort. So when I've had marketing fails, they've been for pretty much one of two reasons. Either I marketed them incorrectly, so I'll go to about seven years ago, I was trying to spend more time during the day that my kids were in school photographing things, and I didn't quite know how I was going to make that work because I was still beholden to golden light as I am now for my family work. And I didn't want to confuse my brand, my family photography brand, by like adding in 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 home sessions that were during the day and I do have maybe 15% of my business 10% maybe is lifestyle newborns which I do really enjoy and this is just personal to me but I live on an island and so the majority of my newborn clients are in Seattle so that requires me getting on a ferry going to Seattle doing the session coming home so then I was actually taking up the entire day just with the session. So what I was trying to do is fill the school day with work that was local. So I came up with this side arm of my business called Story Trove Creative. And I was basically way too early to the genre of social media images for businesses. And I did a couple of businesses and it was really fun. Um, and then If I would have stuck with it in a proper way in terms of marketing consistently and really getting going with it, it would have probably eventually taken off, but ended up just feeling overwhelmed 
by the amount of work it was taking to introduce a new business idea and the work that it takes to actually get that idea off the ground. Because there are subsets within my business that book really, really well, and there are subsets within my business that take a lot more effort. So the fail comes in if it was truly something that I wanted to do, the story show of creative arm of my business, the fail would have been giving up too soon. And that lack of persistence is probably the biggest reason that marketing efforts quote unquote fail. So how do you move forward from that? Well, you need to get honest about what was actually the motivating factor behind the failure. So for me, if it's that I don't have enough time or energy to put towards marketing, that means I, that the next time I attempt the marketing strategy, I need to create more time and energy. I have to learn from what went wrong in the past. And so often what I see people do is they try something one time, it doesn't work, they give up and they go back to the drawing board. And then there becomes the worst part of that quote unquote failure, which is regret. Because And I'm kind of in this right now too, because there's things that I want to do in my studio and I haven't marketed them yet. And it's, it's like, it's like a little bird that's sitting on my shoulder and I'm like, you know, you need to start talking about it. You teach this stuff. So you got to apply it to your own business. And I know that, but it's hard because I don't have the time and space. So I know the next step is to create the time and space to be able to write out the marketing plan for what I want to do in my studio and then move forward with that. So often what catches us is that marketing is really boring. That's that's the truth. A streamlined, booked out business is boring. Like when I, the first, when like I'd say 2019 was the first year that I pretty much booked out my entire year on my Black Friday sale. And I didn't end up adding a, a whole bunch of other dates like I do now because we were traveling a lot that year. And it was really boring. (laughs) Like I had really not much to talk about. That's how I got more into education because I got, I didn't, I couldn't advertise sessions. Like every time I would post a picture, I was a session photo. I was just gaining interest from the public for something that I couldn't provide them with because I was booked out. So if you get to that stage, boring is good, but it's difficult to work through because We constantly want to be creating things, but getting to that boring streamlined business is the ultimate goal. But to get there, you're going to have to wade through a ton of failure. And anyone who you see who've reached what we could say like the pinnacle of success for a family photographer business, success does not pertain to an income level or a number of sessions or a business model. Success means that person has outlined their professional goals and is consistently hitting them. That is a successful business. Anyone who has reached that level has tripped over about 60,000 fail walls getting to that point. It's the difference between getting there and not getting there is the persistence to get up and keep trying again. So had I, with Story Trove Creative, which is long since closed down and I just completely gave up on it, Had I been persistent with it, then now knowing what I know, it would take like a good 18 months to really feel like I had enough data to actually market effectively. The missing of the data is what you lose out on when you give up on marketing too soon. 
You just don't have enough information to make any sort of choice. The only choice you're making is based on your own feelings or your own ego, meaning like I put these sessions out there one time, there were no nibbles, therefore I'm telling a bad story about it and I'm giving up. Instead of I put these sessions out there seven to 10 times and no one book them, then you have enough data to be like, okay, maybe this isn't something that the public wants, or maybe my reach is too small, or see how like, once you have enough information, you can start answering more questions about how you could market differently. So if you don't put yourself out there consistently, you are not able to get the data that you need. And that is the biggest fail that I see. And the biggest, the only fail that matters because failing gives data. So to me, like a, like someone who's out there consistently trying, even if their sessions aren't always booking, it's the data that they're gathering from the try that leads to the success. So those types of fails are what I call like a soft fail. A hard fail is like, you just tried one time you gave up. And those are the types of fails that get attached with regret. And so those are the painful ones where in your mind, you envision the fall you want to have. We'll use fall as an example because that's where we are right now. However, you don't put the effort in to actually get to that. So you've written it out on paper, but you silenced yourself when it came to the marketing part because you were overthinking or worrying about judgment or super drowning in comparison or whatever it is. And then you feel in November when you didn't hit your income goal or you didn't set the boundaries that you needed to set or whatever it is, that feeling of regret is very heavy. And that's the regret we're trying to, that's the feeling we're trying to avoid. Every time that you do a marketing plan or you put sessions out there or they're not booked or whatever, that can still sting a little bit. But as long as you wake up the next day and put your foot out in front of the other foot again, that then transforms that quote unquote fail into a win. And every single entrepreneur, what we're all seeing, and we know this is so cliche, but it's so true. What we're seeing is the little tippy top of the iceberg. And then beneath the water is just tons of trial and error and bad feelings and overcoming things and trying again and looking at data and revamping things to try it a different way. But that's not the part that we see. We just say like, oh, look at that photographer. She seems to book out pretty quickly and she seems so successful. She didn't arrive there overnight. And because I like to be fair, I do think there are certain aspects of people's lives that make booking out a photography business easier. I have a friend who is in a huge sorority and super involved in Greek life. So when she entered the business world, she just had a ton more contacts than I did who, when I went to college, because I really did not want to be there, I lived off campus. I went to my classes and I came home and I I didn't have, I didn't create a core like group of contacts coming right out of school that then could then go on to become my client. So I had to work for those people. I had to build that up myself. There's also people who came in the market at a time, let's say when Instagram was actually visible to other humans. And those people had an easier time than a photographer coming into the market now where Instagram is really tricky. However, on the flip side, in those days, running ads was very, very costly 
and extremely confusing going into the back end of Facebook business, whatever it was called back then, business manager, was like trying to get a PhD in whatever the hell was going on back there. Whereas now with AI and the algorithm, you really don't need that much information to run a low cost consistent ad that brings you leads. So there's benefits and drawbacks to both sides. Again, a photographer who came in in the middle of the pandemic may have had a difficult time connecting to in-person events, but now they get to ride the wave of people being really interested in that. Whereas in 2019, people may have been burned out on in-person events. So there's always a trade-off and a drawback to wherever you enter the market. The trick is putting yourself out there enough to actually gather enough data to make significant changes within your marketing. Because whatever you are marketing and whatever your clientele is and whatever you're selling is going to be a different equation for each person. The people who have very posed work They're going to attract a different clientele who wants a different service than someone who does those super playful lifestyle images where it's literally like a storybook of their day. Those are two very different people who are coming into those brands. And the way that we talk about our sessions and the way that we market them are going to be completely different across the board. And no one, no marketing educator, no podcast host, no anybody can tell you exactly what you need to do unless you start gathering some of that data yourself. And that means that you will have to put yourself out there and be scared poopless for a little bit and try and fall flat on your face. And the question of whether or not you will reach your goal is not about how you edit or how you use light or all of these things that photographers are hyper-focused on. It's, It's whether or not you stand back up after you try something and fail. That is literally the differentiator. Because I know photographers whose work is very, very, to me, artistically boring. It's like, we meet at the park, you look at the camera, take your picture, I give it to you. They're super successful on their terms. So there's nothing that made them skyrocket to success that had to do with anything artistic. It was that consistent business side. So what I want to encourage you all to do with your mindset shift is instead of saying, I tried and no one saw. I want you to say, I tried and that makes me rare because that's the truth. So many photographers are so quiet. They have their work no matter how beautiful it is. They're stuck in a marketing pattern that doesn't actually bring them any new clients, but it feels very safe to them. So they continue in that pattern And if you don't change anything, nothing changes. So they get stuck in a cycle of not meeting their income goals, of feeling resentment around their pricing or their business. And that just keeps rolling forward and forward and forward. And on the other side of attempting new things with marketing could be a completely different business. So if you are out there trying, or if you have your marketing plan that you would love to implement written down, but you haven't actually done it yet, The step you can be most proud of is not getting sessions on the calendar because that step is after the most important step, which is actually putting yourself out there to market. And I just want to want to empathize that it's hard. Like I know that every time I grow my business in a new and different way. So like for me, if I think about the 
mentoring side that I really want to do with kind of group coaching with sending a group of photographers through a little program together with me helping and then coming out on the other side with a really solid plan. When I think about what it's going to take for me to market that successfully, it's going to require me to put myself out there in a whole nother way. And that will have repercussions even in my personal life. Because for me as a creative entrepreneur, it's already kind of hard for people, I feel like, to connect with me on a level of what I do for work because it's so weird. We all photographers don't think it's weird, but I've just noticed that as I get to know more people in my community, it's hard for me to connect with them because I have such a random job. And then by adding in group coaching, and then I'm going to be talking about it a lot online and putting myself out there and also doing the terrifying thing of fully stepping into the expert role of the person who could lead others through things. All of that is very scary and it has repercussions outside of my professional life. It goes to my personal life about how I feel about how I am as a person in the world and what the work that I do is when I'm talking to other people. And if that if that's never been an issue for you, then that's totally fine. For me, it's always been kind of a tricky a tricky element of this business is that, you know, people who have very easy to understand jobs, they're like, I go to work, I sit at a desk, I'm a program manager for Amazon, and I help people do this, and I come home at the end of the day, and I'm like, so I um, run around like an actual silly goose weirdo on mountaintops with people that are dressed really nicely. Like, that's hard to get for people who are like, what are you talking about? So, and does it matter to other people? No, but I know that it's a block for me. I know that there's a there's part of it where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to put myself out there even more to reach the next level that I want to within my business. I know that there's many people listening who are in that same place. And so I just want to encourage you that all of those walls that are put up, we have to know that they most of them are untrue and many of them are put up by our own brains in a last ditch effort to keep us quiet and safe. And so the issue is saying, thank you for trying to protect me, but it's more important for me to reach this next business goal. And for me to do that, it's going to require me to step outside of my comfort zone. And doing so is very, very brave. So if you have tried things in the past, my guess would be that um, you may not have enough data to actually make a decision about it. So you should just bundle all those feelings up about how you've marketed in the past and let them float away on the next gust of wind and start from scratch and know that you really do not have enough information For example, if you're booking sessions out in your stories, you don't have enough information about what works or what doesn't until you've done, until you've talked about one session that you're trying to book, like one type of session at least 10 times over the course of six weeks. Until you've done that, you don't have enough data. So you can't make judgments about yourself or your marketing just yet. When you reach that point, let's say you had sessions, you had pumpkin minis and you talked about them 10 times in your stories you didn't talk about them anywhere else nobody really booked then you have data you know if you if you as the artist really love those sessions next year you're gonna have to branch out your marketing efforts then you'll have more data you'll be like okay i posted about in my stories 
And I connected with this local farm and we cross promoted on each other's email newsletters and I still got no bites. It might be just nobody wants your damn pumpkin minis, but you don't have enough information to decide that until you have the data. So my advice to you when you're processing through marketing fails is to first step back and be proud of yourself for even trying and then know that at the heart of it, you probably don't even have enough data yet. So you need to keep putting yourself out there. And the more you can remove your the judgment that you will place on yourself in order to be able to do that, the easier it'll be. So one of the things that I do to help remove the judgment from myself is that I almost expect crickets. And then I'm like pleasantly surprised if one person responds. And that's a much safer way for me to market through the process that I need to to get enough data without inserting my ego into it and shutting my own self down because I'm because I'm deciding that crickets mean something about me. If I'm expecting crickets, no big deal. I'm just continuing to move forward. And if I told myself I was going to talk about this session again on Wednesday, holding myself to that promise that I made. So I hope that helps. Know that anyone who's done anything in the world has failed a bajillion times And although it can be really hard, the fact that you've put yourself out there enough to even create a failure around something that you are building is incredibly rare, incredibly rare. Most people would never consider building something centered around their own art and trying to bring people into it because it is terrifying. So know that, be proud of yourself and keep trucking forward. All right, have a good week. Mm -hmm.